to the Satellite Sisters recap podcast of Madam Secretary, the CBS drama. This is season three, episode one we're going to be talking about today. I'm Leanne Dolan here with my sister, Julie Dolan. Julie, Bess is back. I'm happy about that, Leanne. I'm very happy to see Madam Secretary back at work and back on the air. If you are new to this recap podcast, we welcome you. We've been doing a podcast for many, many years called Satellite Sisters. You can find us on iTunes. But last year, we started doing a recap of the Madam Secretary show because we loved it so much. We're happy to have you. We also recap other shows like Poldark and uh, Downton Abbey. We have a bunch of TV recap podcasts. And then we do another podcast about something totally different. But we are happy to have you if you're a Madam Secretary fan. We are just sisters that watch television. Um <laughs> We should say that. Wait, wait, that's right. That's our expertise. Yeah. But we do a lot of watching, so we've gotten pretty good at it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And in this case, we're especially interested in the female figure as the Secretary of State. On our other podcast, Satellite Sisters, we had an opportunity to talk to some Secretaries of State, and that was fascinating. Julie, you've lived all over the world. We even talked to the writer and creator of uh, Madam Secretary last year. So we're all in on this show. I mean, we're not read in, but we're all in, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment, Lynn. All right. So Bess is back. And despite our pleading with her at the end of last season not to accept President Dalton's invitation to be his VP, she appears to be leaning that way. And, right. and here's how we know. First of all, she has to go to an agriculture fair and judge a pig contest, which That's right. generally is not the purview of the Secretary of State, Julie, <laughs> do you think? Nope. Only political candidates go to state fairs, I think, Leanne. Uh, and she was the only one eating fried jello. <laughs> okay. All right. Her family joins her on this uh, mission, even though there's really no reason for them to be there either. Right? That's correct. But she has a very good looking family. Uh, they photograph well. And why wouldn't you take them along? It's well, something for the family to do, because otherwise they're just sitting in the kitchen eating breakfast in most scenes. Okay. Well, I thought the last time they were all together, there was that dirty bomb. You know, that was bad. <laughs> well, that was bad. I'm yeah. sure they had plenty of security this time, Liam. All right. And we learned that uh, her husband... Uh, on the show, Tim Daly is, quote, testing well with women. Well, no kidding. All right. No kidding. That was, I appreciated that they stated the obvious, didn't you? I just choked on that line. I was like, you think? No kidding. All right. And so from the scene, we learn that Bess, uh, no one else in the world knows she's the VP. They're kind of testing her out. Mm -hmm. uh, they have to wait till after the convention to announce that she's the vice president, even nominee, even though she's doing all these vice presidential things because the current VP is very ill. But she is the secretary of state. So, you know, she's also got crises happening in Bahrain. And, yes. uh and so the whole episode, Julie, I thought had this feeling of an alternative universe where an election was happening that actually involved substantive debate on human rights and the role of democracy around the world and the immediate impact of global warming on national security instead of our reality where our debates <laughs> include know. Rosie O'Donnell. Like, what? So I, I found I, it I was, kind of confusing, this episode. It was. It was. If we can only wish, Leanne. But I know I was, I, that was one part that was a little hard to take, like, 
oh no, another presidential debate. Do we have to watch this? I'm watching TV, these shows to escape reality. I want to get away from our presidential politics. And there it was. But you're right. It was better politics, Leon. It was much be- a much more civilized debate and no yes. one was talking over or interrupting. No. I will say this. Here's my whole problem with this, this storyline about the reelection. I do not find President Dalton compelling at all. I wouldn't vote for him. Do you, would you? <laughs> well, he has gravitas, Leon, yeah. and he gets really, really mad occasionally on the show. Yeah. So I think that uh, that's that's good. You know, you get the idea that he's this strong, silent leader that occasionally blows. Okay. So, all right. Uh, I so, wouldn't say so, he has the charisma, but that's no, he has no me. charisma. No, he has but gravitas. That's what he has. All right. I, I feel like Beth should get off this sinking ship, but it doesn't appear like she's going to. But Julie, let's just start with the obvious question about this episode. What was with Bess's hair? I mean, what, well, what do I, we think about the new long hair? Okay, thumbs down. Yes, we count on you. You have the best hair in television. What are you doing? Why are you just taking that flat iron and making it all flat and straight and long? Don't do it. I know. It was so bouncy and shiny. The Breck girl hair of last season appears to have given way to what my friend calls aging beauty queen hair. I know. (laughs) I know. Okay. I mean, I was looking forward to the updo she was going to do yes. uh, in order to meet, but then she had to meet with the prime minister of Tunisia. So she didn't have time to do her updo. I was like, oh, that, that's not fair. Now, I think this is at the point in the recap where we need to state if we were talking about the actual secretary of state, we wouldn't be talking about her hair. Good point, Leanne. Good point. Speaking of gravitas, that's not what we're doing here. We're just, we're watching TV (laughs) and we're telling you what the actress's hair looks like. Yes. This is a fictional character and, you know, she's attractive and her husband's attractive and her whole family's attractive. Uh, But that hair, we're not on, we're not on board for. But let's, let's break down this episode. Okay. First of all, we start on what the the news broadcast says is decision day. And I'm like, what is that? Is election day trademarked? Is it like the Super Bowl where you have to call it the big game? That was a primary. Is that it? I was a little. That was the primary. Okay. That was the primary. So he lost in the primary. Uh, So, uh, oh, I I gave that away. Yes. President Dalton (laughs) loses in the primary. Okay. It's a Uh, recap. We can say what happened. Yeah. He loses. They're in a hotel room. They've ordered up a lot of room service that no one's eaten. Uh, And um, we learn that Dalton is out as the nominee. He's lost the confidence of his party. And that's when Gadfly Russell turns to Bess. And in his best, like, annoying Russell voice says, and this is all your fault. I I didn't expect that. Did you? Well, that was, yeah, that was rough. I mean, I think he just... I mean, he, he has it in for Bess. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're sort of, they work to, they're frenemies, Leanne. They work together towards common goals, but don't push it. That's what I think. All right. Then we cut to Bahrain because this is what we like about this show. It happens in D.C. It's fast paced. But then we also get all these international stories. And we like that here at Satellite Sisters. So we cut back to Bahrain two months earlier. So we've been set up now. We know Dalton's not going to get the nomination. And it's all Bess's fault. And we're going to find <laughs> out why. And it starts in Bahrain where there appears to there's a giant superstorm. And the naval base in Bahrain is wiped out. And, Julie, we think this is going to be a show about defense spending because that's sexy. Uh, But what we realize is that it's actually a catalyst to discuss global warming, like 
Why are we rebuilding bases at sea level in countries with which we share only a strategic advantage and not values? We learn about these no-bid companies that don't actually have to go through a process. They automatically get to rebuild the next base and how they become big donors in the political process. And uh, and Jay, you know, policy wonk Jay, who he's managed to get the, the facial hair under control this season. I was happy to see that. Don't you think? That looks much better. Yes. Good point, Lynn. Yeah. I mean, last season there, there was some unfortunate hair there. But now I guess the baby's a lot older. He's getting some more sleep. He looks good. So so Jay asks, you know, this rhetorical question of best. Like, come on, who's kidding who? Like, this is really about global warming. And unless this uh, administration confronts this, all of the rest of this is just, you know, is just folly. And, and that's... I thought this was kind of a quick turnabout. She like literally runs to the Oval Office, basically, <laughs> and presents Jay's idea as her own. Like, yes, sea levels are rising. We have to, we have to do. I love that, but that's the thing that Bess does. You know, she gets on her high horse and she goes galloping ahead, and it's good. That's that's um, part of her uh, winning personality, and in many times that can be very effective, right? When she when she goes ahead with her big idea and gets really fired up on topics. So for the rest of the episode, we see that this idea of introducing global warming gets a lot of blowback as President Dalton appropriates Elizabeth's stance on this. And he has some, you know, fictional guy that he's running against in his own party, which doesn't usually happen. But they say that, you know, well, he's had a few missteps. And so there's an opportunity for someone else in his own party to unseat him as the nominee. So they do mm-hmm. do a debate. And it is. It, I, I started to sweat. Did you when you watched this debate? <laughs> I just I was like, no, not a debate, please. Yes. So he goes for it. The president appropriates Bess's idea, uh, who appropriated Jay's idea about why are we doing this? Let's face global warming. Uh, let's talk about these defense contractors with no bids. Let's partner with countries like Tunisia that actually share our values, even though they don't offer us any strategic uh, advantage in the region. And this goes over like a lead balloon in the debate. Apparently, <laughs> apparently the rest of the party not really on board with this line of thinking. So that's, no, I mean, that's right. I mean, eyes were popping out. This was, this was, he was heading in the wrong direction. He's losing donors. even before he finishes uh, his statement on this. So, you know, it looks like he's going to be a lame lame duck. And what does he say? It's, it's, well, it's better to be a lame duck than a dead duck. It looks like they have like seven months to do everything they need to do because he's basically conceding the nomination to this other guy in the party. And I think the other guy also not that dynamic. (laughs) (laughs) No, he looked like he could be in the vice presidential debates tonight uh, on TV. Yeah. He's, he looked pretty dull, but yeah. there you go. He's like generic white guy. I just, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I was surprised. I, I thought, you know, they have such great casting on this show and they have so much talent. I was like, huh. So he's the, ne- he's the new nemesis. Mm, I don't know about that, but maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Maybe he'll be dynamic. Uh, but it looks like the president is going to concede to this guy and try to align. And uh, I didn't get this guy's name. Did you, Julie? <laughs> No, I don't have them in my notes. Okay. I just wrote down Captain Stoical. That's okay. what I wrote down. Okay. okay. That's really, that's what I'm reading in my notes. Captain Stoical. Okay. okay. So, Bess encounters 
this nominee in the hallway, and he does something fishy. Best doesn't like it. Like, he says, oh, will you stay on as my Secretary of State? Yeah. And that sets yeah. off alarm bells with Best. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what does she do? She goes running back to that Oval Office. I mean, she is just wearing a pathway to that. She office. is fired up, Leanne. She is fired up. Right. Yeah. And she's like, forget it. You should run as an independent. We got a better ticket. You know, we're going to make history. Let's make the good kind. Let's do this. And so it looks like Dull Dalton and Bess are going off to run on an, ind- on an independent ticket. And so that's how we set up what we know to be this fact that they don't get the nomination in two months. Is that correct? Did I get the timing right yes, on that? Yes, you, okay. you did get the timing right, and that will be interesting to watch. They're a little – everybody's skeptical, you know, the independent, <laughs> independent candidate. I I think we've tried this before in politics. Doesn't really work, but go ahead. Maybe best can be the breakthrough uh, to make it happen. Yeah, it's a good storyline. It's a good yeah. storyline. So that's great. So meanwhile, back on the home front, oh, the family's all having breakfast together again. Yay! <laughs> that's good. I'm glad they're all together. They're all speaking with each other. Everything's fine, but they're not supposed to spill the beans that their mother, uh, Madam Secretary, is going to be the VP pick. So right. they're having a hard time with that. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, as a new empty nester, I got kind of a little pang of jealousy watching the, <laughs> oh, the children yeah. rang and Bess incompetently prepare food. It was kind of nice, that breakfast scene. And then we learned that son Jason's computer isn't working. It's wonky. Yeah. And yeah. I know everyone in America is thinking the same thing. Oops, 400-pound man on his bed, you know, has yeah. acted. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> now, exactly. We're actually all thinking the same thing. We know it's Russian hackers. Jason doesn't. They think it's, you know, trolls in his, in his 10th grade class. So this is what I love. Henry takes a laptop and he goes, well, I'll just take this to the White House and get this fixed. Yeah, because those people have nothing to do when it comes to the cyber, you know, they, right. right. They, they have nothing, nothing to going do. on. So take it to the head of the national security council. Yes. Have <laughs> him work on tap, 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 work on that computer. Just figure out why it's running so slowly. Yeah. Yeah. You really should make an appointment at the genius bar, Henry, but instead you should take it straight to the white house and Henry's <laughs> off to the white house. Cause he's been offered a new top secret mission with a new code name, Julie. We're- I was so excited, Leanne. Black Dog Station. Yeah, that's what they're opening Black up. Black Dog Station. That's good. And they're going back into the utility closet that they keep at the White House, with that is the most low-tech utility closet ever, to fight cybercrime. That's what they're going to be doing at Black Dog Station. Yeah. I love it. So Henry's got that option. He's weighing it. You know, he's he's gotten some... He's gotten some feedback from President Dalton, like, hey, you know, if you're the vice president's husband, you can't really have your own career because you're going to be at these pig things all for the next four <laughs> to eight years. But uh, but Henry still wants to go talk about Black Dog Station. But fortunately, the head of White House, yeah, the NSA Cybersecurity Division has a few minutes to um, do some diagnostics on Jason's computer. And it looks like, uh-oh, somebody has installed a camera there. And then I love this. Then he's like, take it to the FBI. Yeah. What? Okay. What? I mean, who gets, like, can you just show up at the FBI with your laptop? Like, there would seem to be more protocol than that, right? Right. I, I would think so, Leanne, but you never know. I mean, they're doing all kinds of things with laptops at the FBI, right? Yeah. So I, I just, it seemed funny to me, like, oh, hello. Yeah, my laptop's broken. I just wanted to talk to someone here at the FBI. I mean, just try that. As, I mean, Henry's just a normal citizen. He doesn't actually work for the government. Well, Let's but, but not. But he's not really just a, a philosophy professor, Leanne, yeah. as we know. So. Okay. So, uh, so 
so Henry's going to take the laptop to the FBI, and then all of a sudden, oh, he's like, he's uh, he's mugged. He's jumped by a bunch of guys. They come out. They hit his arm with a baseball bat. They grab his backpack with the laptop, and they get in a white van. And that's when we know pretty much Russian hackers, right? Do you think that's, that's where we're yeah. going with this, Julie? I think or? that's absolutely where we're going, Liam. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Because last year they had that excellent Russian storyline, and that's not done. Like that, you know, that relationship is not done with Henry and the Russian government. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so finally we get to the end of the episode, you know, a lot happens at Madam Secretary's life in one day, but she finally gets to put her pajamas on. Oh, well, yeah. that was, that was the best. Actually, that was the best outfit that she wore throughout this entire episode. <laughs> I thought it was sort of, maybe it's because she's running for vice president. She can't uh, lead with her style the way she normally does. But when she put on the cashmere bathrobe and those silk PJs, I thought, first of all, it's a great choice for Madam Secretary because she has a lot of late night visitors to her house. Yeah. And she can always greet them in that fabulous outfit. Yeah. So uh, and they're both going to be working late. Oh, Henry's got papers to read. She's got to, you know, get up to speed on on something. And um and then all, all of a sudden they take out all these eight by 10 photos of their kids and they both realize that someone is stalking the kids. And my guess is it's the same people with the computer. So right. there we go. We've set up a bunch of storylines. I have to say, did not think this was the most dynamic episode. Yeah. I, maybe I was just, I got so turned off because it was a presidential debate okay. in the, in it. I was just trying to escape presidential politics. Yeah. But yes, I think, you know, but I think you're right. I think it, it sets it up for um, for subsequent weeks. So um, that's good. Yeah. I would say the other like big news that I was just so pleased with were, were the blue velvet couches in the Oval Office. I don't know that you noticed those, Liam, no. but they recovered the couches in the Oval Office. And it was just this, it wasn't really, it was like a dark teal color, color and they had little gold pillows. Very, very nice effect. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go back. Now, yeah. every, every recap, we do our binders full of blouses because mm-hmm. Madam Secretary wears great blouses and, mm-hmm. um, and there aren't that many women on TV that wear blouses, but she can wear them well. This time we really only had one. We had one dramatic blouse longer than the jacket sleeve. She is still working that look, Julie. <laughs> I I don't know. I It just bugs me. I want to pull her jacket sleeves down. Yeah, I, I think that that's just is not right. And I think the shirt's going to get all dirty. It's not very practical. That's what, but 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 it, it seems to be working for her. So okay. I'm sure I would get the sleeves of my shirt all dirty. That's okay. uh, that's it's true. It's true because they were blousy. They were blouson. Like the sleeves yeah. were blouson. I don't know. So. All right. But we set up some storylines. It's going to be a campaign. You're right. We got to live through it. At least it'll be Madam Secretary. Uh-huh. Uh, there'll be trips to Iowa, I think, in her future. You know, there's going to be more uh, divisiveness with Russell for sure. Right. We, okay. We still have the girlfriend. We still have the, the daughter who has the British girlfriend, Boy, boyfriend, boyfriend, excuse me, boyfriend. Yeah. And, um, you know, we saw a place of the Airbnb flats that he wants to rent. So... <laughs> I, you know, I'm suspicious of him. I think he's too good to be true. That guy. Okay. Okay. Could be a double agent, Leon. We we haven't had one of those on Madam Secretary. It's time for another one. I th- or I, I think it would be a new one that we would have for this episode. And of course, Black Dog Station. Black we're Dog very ex- we're very excited that they're going to be <laughs> opening opening that up again. <laughs> All right. 
right. Okay. We are the Satellite Sisters. Uh, you can find more Satellite Sisters podcasts at iTunes. We're happy to be here. Next week, I'm Madam Secretary. There's no show. They said a new show in two weeks. So um, I think, oh, I think it's an actual debate. That's why. Oh, it's a president. <laughs> oh, shoot. This is too much. It's too uh, much. It <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> That's right. The, pres- the next presidential debate is Sunday night. I was thinking, huh, was it football? No, it's an actual presidential debate. So, um, so Madam Secretary and uh, President Dalton must be prepping for their own debate the following mm-hmm. week. So it'll be two weeks, uh, and then we'll have a new recap. All right, Jewel, um, you know, we can only hope and pray that she, um, she just gets her hair trimmed a little and go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It stays away from the flat iron. Yeah. Please. You know, we all do it. We think we can wear long hair. I mean, I grew my hair out this summer, and then I finally went to the hairdresser. She's like, yeah, it's done. You can't. I go, I know. What was I thinking? I said, I gave it a try. It looks terrible. It's like, I know. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Back to shoulder length. All right. That's okay, Bess. We love you. Do a fine job there. Fine job. We're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, you can find us at iTunes or at SatelliteSisters.com. But we ask you today to stay tuned for a special message from Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. We're working with CMNH the whole month of October to raise awareness, to send messages to kids and families who need it, and to raise funds for this incredible group of hospitals across the United States and Canada that do such incredible work. Today, we want to tell you about Cooper, so stay tuned at the end of this podcast. All right, everybody, have a great week, and don't forget, call your satellite sister. I'm Liz Dolan here with... 